Welcome to Slacker Studio, a podcast all about the things we do when we're slacking. We'll be chatting about a variety of things such as gaming, movies, tech news, and the topic of the week... Coffee! Coffee! Coffee. I kind of forgot for a minute. Yeah, I totally did. Um, So I'm Jack. Oh, and I'm Ed. Yes, hello. Uh, This week's beer is... Honeydew Organic Golden Ale. What yes, is, it is. Who's it by? So, this is by um, Fuller's, which is another British uh, beer brand. And now, I picked this up for a few reasons. So, uh, I remember that one of the Yogscast guys is called Honeydew, and I think it was after this beer originally. Okay. Um, but we recently have been trying to go down a more summary route with our drinking. So, Honeydew Organic Golden Ale by Fuller's. In Chiswick, um, I'm going to give Ed the Ed Chiswick. glass. Chiswick. 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 Why did I say Chiswick? What Bloody a dickhead. English. Fucking idiot. And I'm the one who's like Worcestershire sauce. Worcester sauce. Worcestershire. <laughs> Take those headphones off. Yeah. Honeydew is the UK's leading organically produced ale, naturally brewed using organic honey, malts, and hops. This creates refreshing golden beer with subtle honey, um, flavors balanced by a delicious zesty edge. Best served chilled. So for this one, we've actually had it in the fridge. Um, fridge rooney and I can't get it. Ah. Oh my God, I can't open the beer. <laughs> the right, thing was, I found it on Friday when I was mooching through the store and yeah. it kind of like just... I was thinking, okay, something which looks summery, zesty, honey. That sounds yeah, summery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw some earlier, actually. I was like, ooh, okay. Oh, there we go. It smells lovely, actually. It actually smells honey. I smell yeah. honey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's creeping out the bottle. Okay. Sugar, I've got, like, ba, 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 my ba, fucking ba. mic in front. Right, oh, oh, slower. Oh. Slower. Oh, honey, honey, ba, we are ba, ba, recording ba, ba. in the house of mine. Yes. Not the shed. Not in the Just... slacker's shed. We're now in the slacker's flat. Yes. Uh, I don't know. Go on, fit. Fit there's in the no, glass. There's no head on mine. Fit in the glass. I, <laughs> I poured it really, really fast at the beginning accidentally. Do, 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 do. I've learned, Ali. I'm sorry. I still have not learned, which is terrible. Come on, it's going. It's so close. So we have a beer rating while he's just <laughs> trying to balance the head on his beer. Yes! Um, <laughs> out of five. So it's like, one, I hate it. Five, beer is good. Um, beer is good. So a firm favourite is like a four. So one to five. Okay. He's taking a selfie of the heady bit. Actually, to be fair, the way you've done that... It looks good now. It does look good. So, yeah. I'm actually really looking forward to this, dude. So, Clinky, our shit clink. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's all right. That's that better all than right. most. All right. Mm. Mm. I actually taste honey in that, dude. Yeah, slightly. It's nice. That's... Um, let me get rid of this drinkable. thing. Mm-hmm. do 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 Oh, we're gonna be doing that all damn show now. Yeah, I'm so, sorry, it's my fault. No, I, keep no, on doing my, I keep on doing my bee voice, my dog bee voice. <laughs> <laughs> so, organic ale. Okay. Yeah. So, what does that mean? Because I thought all ale was technically organic, or is there must be a process? No, no, no. So it's all organic. It's the so you know you get like organic food. Yeah. That's basically produced with like no pesticides, this oh. and the other, and they have to have a certain license. Like the soil has to be a certain thing, and this and the other. So I guess that's. Well, that is. Hmm. This is an organic ale, and it's incredibly bubbly for an ale. It's, it's a, really fizzy. Yeah, it's like a almost lager esque. And it's almost like you should do a cinemagraph of that. Like it's that's in fact that's what it looks like. It looks just like that one you did do. What was that? That was like Peroni or something. Yeah, right? no, it's very similar. Hang on, I'm actually gonna 
Don't mind me, listeners. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually going to record this and see if I can make a cinemagraph on Mondeer. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's kind of like we've got kind of big normal pint glasses, and I'll, I'll post a picture in Discord in a minute. But like, it's it's super fizzy. I don't think I've ever had an ale this fizzy. It does come out of like it's like it's just come out of a tap, and you've got like I don't know Fosters or something. But it tastes much better than that. Actually, does. I really like it. I really like it. Do you know, what? I'd say for this um, beginning segment, I'd give this a. A good three, if not a 3.5. Mm. I'm very happy with that, to drink that. It's like, I would have this with a barbecue any day. Yeah, Especially I think, I think it's a very good beer to have with a barbecue. Mm. Oh my God, this is really hard work on my desk. <laughs> so, what have you been up to, dude? Uh, well, we both have cold, so there's that. So sorry about that <laughs> if it sounds weird. Um, so there's, there's a news at five. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, that's just been annoying really this week. Um, we started looking at houses. Yeah. And then we're just like, we're fucking dumbasses. Like, we can't, we're not ready to move yet. We haven't got any money. So it's like, that was kind of great. And then I was like, uh. But there's some interesting stuff out there. It's nice to see that we could maybe get something that we like. Yeah. Um, there's this thing in the UK. It's like help to buy where the government give you money, but they don't. It's, I, it's a bit confusing. <laughs> I, I don't really fully understand it, but it means you have to buy new, though. So whenever we finally get our act together with some, mainly my fault, um, we might have more of a chance of getting a house. Oh, fair. I don't know, but it's it's frustrating because like you buy new, it's like for two fifty you get a flat. Yeah, because that's about normal price, especially around here where we live in sort of Hayward Heath, Sussex. Yeah, that's cheap. That's all right, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could get a good flat for that amount, and it's you could happily live in that, and mm. that's a good sellable point as well because Hayward Teeth is starting to become more upmarket. Yeah, definitely. Which and is where I'm hoping to live as well soon. And it's easy like to get to London and mm. stuff from here, so that's why it's more expensive. Absolutely. So. That's why I kind of want to do it because I, I predominantly work in London. Yeah. Ed has worked in London before, might do in the future. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Hopefully not. Hopefully you'll stay around <laughs> here and get, get lucky. That's what I'd want. I found that there's a 3D place in uh, East Grinstead recently. Really? Yeah, oh, but cool. they, they okay. do like architecture and stuff. So if they're ever offering a job, <laughs> that'd be, an, yeah, that'd be yeah, nuts. Yeah. That'd be easy. Yeah. Also, um, but that's really great that you're looking at houses because there's nothing wrong with actually just speculating and no. seeing because you're, you're way more in the know when it comes to being able to afford it. <laughs> Trying to drink the beer this is really difficult in the corner. My, like, my calm and it's quite like, funny. <laughs> pop chill. Like, I, I, I'm going to end up with beer on my face, I think, or in my lap, probably. I'm such a dickhead. It's literally going to be stuck in my head for the rest of the day. Yeah, whoop-de-doo. Uh, so what else are going to do this week? Uh, hopefully some interesting stuff at work, like yeah. financially, hopefully. We'll see. I mean, there's a lot to get done, um, and it's kind of just a wait and see, but there's potential, which That's is nice. That's good. Which helps with the house, thing, yeah. obviously. Um, I actually did some exercise in the last couple of weeks. Yes, tell uh, me about this. So I, I haven't actually been running for the last like five days, but I did do three days in a row, which That's is good. good. Um, a bit over a mile, and I, I'm it's going to be starting from scratch again near enough like when I go out. But just it was nice to actually just do something, yeah. and I literally just left from the house. And then did a loop, come back, and it's it's it was nice. It was hard. Yeah. Like it sucks. And I remember <laughs> why I hate running, but it's easier than going out for a ride. Yeah. Right on my bike. I think I can feel like I've done more exercise in a lot less time. I'm with you. So there's that. And then the only other thing is I'm off to Prague on Tuesday for Which work. I'm really looking forward to because next month yeah. I'm going on my mate Stag Do and 
<coughs> we've, been, we've had a lot of issues trying to set this up, but I hope you'll have a great time. Um, we're trying our best, but at the same point, anything that I can get, like any tips about Prague, I'm hoping to get from Ed. So eyes and ears open. I'm not asking you to spend your entire bloody holiday, you know, <laughs> reconnaissance for me. But... I wish it was a holiday. Yeah, but it's work, isn't it? Yeah, I'm probably going to have like five minutes of downtime in yeah. the three days I'm there. Like it's going to. So we get we get there on like Tuesday evening at about half ten. And then go to the hotel, which is where the event we're filming is. Film the event all day Wednesday. Probably, maybe, if we're lucky, go out for a bit of food in the evening. But probably probably not, knowing what the schedule is normally like. Same again on Thursday, and then leave on Thursday evening. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's like, gonna be interesting. there's going to be no time. There's never any time. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm off to X, Y, and Z city or country. And it's like, oh, that's nice. I'm like... No. I, yeah, I remember when you went to Rome. <laughs> yeah. I was like, how much of Rome have you seen? I was like, the hotel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was ridiculously bad. Like, it was just nothing. I, I saw nothing. So we'll see. It, it's nice. It is nice going to different places. It just, it's the travel time. Yeah. Like, so I'm doing a pretty much full day work on Tuesday and then I'm flying. And then, so it's just, it's just no time. We need to get a robot Ed. Yeah. Robo Ed. Yeah, that'd be nice. Just send him off to the stupid trips. Robo Ed 5000, <laughs> I will film for you. Which lens are you using? That's just fucking weird. <laughs> Is it 25 FPS? No, you dick. It's 29.97 for American <laughs> audiences. That's, I have to breathe Microsoft in to speak. <laughs> yeah. I am Microsoft, Michelle. Your computer's <laughs> default voice. God. Oh, so man. That you, can sit, you can sense I had a lot of time on the train or in cars throughout yeah, my time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's what did you good. do? Um, so, yeah, work's been madness. It's like I had three days to begin with where there wasn't really anything. People kind of... In, our, in this agency that I work at, they book you down for jobs. But because we're in this weird state of the late summer, you either get booked down for a job or you don't because of budgets, because things are coming in. And on the run up to Christmas, everything's mad. So for three days, I had nothing. Yeah. And then I was booked on something for Thursday. It didn't come. It got rearranged. And then on Friday, which I tried to take off on Monday, um, they didn't give me my day off. No. And I had someone say to me, "Can you do this? Um, can you do this VFX 3D thing?" And I was like, uh, "Okay, I guess I can." And this was like late Thursday evening, and. I've not had this in a long time, but I panicked because I was like, crap, they, I was like, how, how, how long do you reckon it'll take? And I was like, if you want this photo real, maybe two days or three days. Yeah. She went back and quoted uh, five days. Five which, days? Yeah, which made one of the producers go nuts, yeah, come right. to me and yeah, say, yeah. and the thing about this producer that's just joined is she's also XVFX. So she was basically saying to me, you can do this in like an evening. My mind was like... I'm not doing this in the evening. Well, I was like, <laughs> I could probably do it. However, I don't know how far... My, my issue was, I was so worried, because in the past, if you don't do the job, you get sued. You crash and burn. Yeah. If you do not complete what you're supposed to in the time allocated, you can't do it. And if they gave... And they said, oh, you've got a day to do this thing. I was like, a day to model something, light it, render it, texture it, the lot, and we don't even have the right textures. We don't have half the stuff needed for this project. Um... But I was so annoyed that they were like, you can do this in a day. I know you can do this. Come on, I could do that. And I'm a producer. I was like, yeah. I was inflamed and I was hacked off. So I did it. And I managed to get it done. So I actually finished most of it Thursday evening. I was given it yeah, at yeah. lunch. But what was nice about it was I was hacked off and I went home and I was so angry. I was like, for goodness sake, I can do this. Why did I quote for so long? But also there, there is still that old time fear of when I was back at my last place, which is still kind of there, which kind of says to you, 
you can you can do this bit will take x amount of time i kind of underestimated how long it would take me to do something because yeah. it's understanding your own skill and as you know in the sense of doing editing and doing art it's all about i don't know how to book down myself it used to be in the past here you go you've got two days let's see where you get yes or it's you've got two days you have to hit this so you're going to stay late tonight and you'll probably get it done by tomorrow morning anyway yeah which is an all you know you do an all-nighter it's really difficult yeah. to estimate how long something's going to take yeah and i don't get any 3d work really at the, at the moment so i'm always having to do 3d on my own and i can spend like three days perfecting something yeah. so to do something and make it photo real i managed to get this done in an evening and then by midday on friday i had it pretty much there yeah and I mean, I was it happy. looks good it looks really yeah. good it's so it's without saying what actually it is yeah. it is a <coughs> spray can related hair product yeah essentially but i had to so that's the thing is that also you need to know what scale it is so when you make stuff in 3d you need to know the width the depth the height and also any material things you can get your hands on so usually if you work for a company a big brand company They'll have their assets all set out, yeah. so they'll have packs on an AI file that you can then lay out your textures to, and it's really easy and so useful. Normally. And normally. And if one AI is the same as several others, if you'll have several different packs to do, you just have to change the texture on the same pack, and it's this it's different label. It's easy as peasy. They don't have any of that, so I didn't have much at all to go off of, and I had to ask for this height stuff, which the producer was good enough to get for me. But my God, it was such a stress factor. And I was like, it was this whole entire thing of, am I good enough? Can I do this in the time available? And yeah, just the entire thing was messed. <laughs> I mean, all at the end of the week. I know. And it's I just, it's just the, the stress, isn't it? Like, yeah, like I had booked Friday off. I was all geared up. When you've done nothing all week, you get into this really lazy yeah, mentality. Yeah, you when do, you're yeah, suddenly yeah. given work and you're like, you've got no time at all to do this work. It freaks you out, man. Yeah, definitely. Like you just get thrown in the deep end suddenly it's like you got to go north to 60 like yeah, that and like it's that. just impossible to get your head in the game yeah. sometimes and i get it because the place i'm working is going through a bit of internal change which yeah. is not a bad thing because it could be good for the future however there's always things that pop up so long story short i'm glad i've done it because i know what i can get done in half a day yeah and that was great so i could actually say oh this would take me two hours but yeah, to be honest, life-wise, I didn't do any workouts because of this, because for the beginning of the week, I was lethargic. I was, you know, doing my own thing. And then at the end of it, it was utterly stressed. So I couldn't, I didn't have any time to do anything. No, you'll get back to it, though, because like, oh, hopefully well. it'll be a pretty normal-ish week next week. But mm. yeah, we'll see. I'm hoping, I'm hoping. But yeah, anyway, long story short, it was a tough week, but I'm glad I got through it because I actually found out a lot about my own skill set, which I'm really glad about. Yeah, I like that actually. I've I've had that before, and it goes okay. You've got three days, mm. and normally you only you have at least five, but you don't. Yeah. Off you go, <laughs> and it's like I can't do this. And then at the end of the three days, you've done it. So it's yeah. like oh, okay. And that's it. And the producer who got me to do it was actually like really thankful because she came in later. She's like, okay, so you know we kind of need this by. Oh, you've done it. Oh, well, there you go. You know <laughs> what you're doing. And I was like, I felt like an idiot because I was like. Yeah. Yeah, right. Wow, why did I quote this much? Anyway, brr. So, now what we actually enjoy. Yeah. Let's talk about games. What have you been up to? Uh, I've been playing something different, and this was only yesterday I figured this out. I realised that I've ended up with Tomb Raider in my Steam library. That's awesome. So, the it was 2013 this one came mm. out, I think. Uh, and I started uni. I think that was the one that's like... Because the newest one is like Rise of the Tomb Raider or something, mm. I think. And this is the one before that. But it's good. It's, do you know what? It's really good fun. I yeah. haven't played it. I've played maybe about an hour and a half of it. <laughs> um, some of the mechanics feel a little bit clunky. Yeah. Like, 
and I think maybe I might get my controller out. That's cool. Uh, instead of the mouse and keyboard. Um, PS3? Yeah, that, the, ah. that one. Yeah, PS3 controller, which works with Bluetooth, which is great. So awesome. So, so easy. And, and actually, I've got that controller because of uh, GTA V, because flying controls in that with a mouse and keyboard is just useless. <laughs> because you want a little bit of subtlety, but with a mouse and keyboard, it's just on or off. Yeah. Hence, you need like the fucking joystick thing. So... Oh, the trigger, triggers as well for the throttle is nice. Oh, of course. Um, so that's good fun. Something different. Um, I actually played some Overwatch as well and didn't hate it. I wasn't <laughs> like, fuck Overwatch in like, like the first five seconds of playing it. And I can't even remember what I played, but it was good fun. Oh, uh, uh, Brigitte. Yeah, yeah, that was it. And it was Fantastic. just like... Fantastic. I must... I don't... Brigitte. I know. And I was on. I was literally on fire for in, in the good way for most of the match. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was great. Um... Yeah, it's good fun. I just, I really get it or I don't with Overwatch. I, I I'm I have a really, really bad time or it's good. To come away with it with a good feeling is, I sometimes find is one of the best feelings from gaming, especially when it's a competitive game. Yeah. You come away going, oh my God, that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I well mean, done, dude. We won like a handful of the matches and then lost the others. But do you know what? I left, I stopped and I was like, do you know what? That was good fun. Rather yeah. than like being... Uh, I'm done with this shit now. <laughs> like, I have that so much. Yeah, I'm yeah. so with you. And then the final thing I did was actually play Warcraft some more. Like, it's slow going, and I'm like only... I'm halfway through 117. Mm. And it's it's really good fun. I'm just not really playing that much. Do you know what? I like hearing that, though, because... I mean, I'll get to my stuff, but I've been having to zoom so much of it that I feel like... At the beginning of this content, everyone's been rushing because you need reps to do yeah. certain things. And we had one of our listeners, Rigor Morty, was saying that he feels like slow going means he's going to be behind everyone. But a part of me wants to say that's not what WoW was about. WoW was about taking it slow, about enjoying it. And I know that getting to 60 originally was such an arse ache. Oh, yeah, months. Yeah. And I remember when I leveled, it took me because I was thinking, how? why did it take me so long to get to 55 on my rogue? Yeah. It took me months and months, months. and months. And it was horrible, but I loved it because I actually got more in tune with the zones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I, there's nothing wrong with what you're doing, but I get you leaving it because I've been playing other games. I, I've not been, I've not felt the need to get back in the evenings. The only thing I've ever felt to get back and do is this pterodactyl quest where you have to oh, yeah. basically feed your pterodactyl every day or some crap because I know I have to do it daily. That's it. Yeah, you have to do it like for an X number of days for it to A month. come off, right? Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's. A real life commitment that yeah. <laughs> I just don't have time for. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been good fun. I think uh, I'll get there. And it wasn't until it must have been one fifty three of lagging balls that like they were like it's only been three weeks since Legion launched. And they, I mean, this was last week, and I was like, shit, that's it. Like yeah, three weeks. It feels like it's yeah. A lot no longer. wonder I'm like going oh i'm really behind like and it and i was like it's only three weeks oh never mind like yeah. that's fine like that's and it's what a month now and i'm barely into it and that's fine and we had legion for like over a year we did yeah so time. fine carry on but yeah. yeah that's been kind of it really like bit of a slow couple of weeks gaming wise for me but we'll get there like yeah you've been absolutely like rammed up to the teeth or you've had days where yeah. it hasn't been and you just and also You've got a girlfriend. You've got life things yeah, that yeah. you do, man. I don't have that, which is why it's so easier for me to play games. I mean, we're in my spare room now, and you can see where my sister was dead in here. Like, the, the, <laughs> the airbed is still out because she might be here, like, Monday night, I think, as well, because she was working in London for a bit. So, And it's so easy from us compared yeah. to where she is. So 
like I think it would take about two and a half hours from where she is. Yeah, that's like my forty-five commute, minutes, and it's a ball lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. way easier. Yeah. So so yeah, that's been my week. <clears throat> what about you? See, on the flip side, yeah, I've in WoW, I've been doing so much stuff, mm. but that's because I've been in a guild that want me to raid. So when I I leveled to one twenty in two days, um, and that was <clears throat> literally that's so quick. That I took two days off, <laughs> and my friend Tom Brown who works in a pub it's his family owned pub great friend of mine um but he doesn't get much downtime like at all like i complain about the down lack of downtime i get but he literally lives at the place yeah. that he works at which must be tough he's so great about it though and he was like i booked off two days we're gonna sit on discord we're gonna talk we're gonna drink we're gonna snack and we're gonna do this wow thing yep and i told everyone at work they're like what are you doing these two days free off and i was like I'm going to go uh, see friends. Bullshit. Yeah. I was going to play WoW for two yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. But you can't say that to people in an agency or like, no. you know, high and fancy. Like, I'm going to go play Warcraft because they just <laughs> don't get it. They don't get the enjoyment of that. They don't get that. I was so hyped up and excited all week. And because our realm was down, that was actually the perfect time to take off work. Yeah. Because it was down for like three days. Yeah, yeah. And so you took the Thursday, Friday off. Legion launched like the Tuesday, Is right? It? Monday evening, so yeah, Tuesday, evening, yeah, yeah. pretty much Tuesday. And it was dead. pretty much dead, wasn't it? Ooh. For you, I kind of Draenor, isn't it? Mm. That, yeah, it was dead for some reason. Three and then, days. So good timing, really. Like, yeah. And it's the same with every expansion. I mean, this was pretty smooth as far as things go. See, Legion was the smoothest. I literally just got on and leveled. It was you nuts. see, I missed the launch of Legion. I wasn't playing. I think I don't think I had my Mac and I hadn't built my PC. You weren't enjoying it either. At the no, time. no, and then and so. When I did come back, I'd missed out on like the the pre Legion invasions where everybody leveled like a thousand units and stuff. But, yeah, and that was also yeah. the issue with Legion was that it was so if you're not up with everyone else, you're going to struggle for the rest of the expansion, and I hated that about it. Yeah, I mean, they were talking about people say, "Oh, Le Legion wasn't very alt friendly," but like, I've never had so many high level alts. Yeah, oh, I think when they 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 got it right later on when they yeah. started saying you can skip all this ancillary stuff. Yeah. Because I had alts and I was really enjoying it. So I managed to get my current rogue, who's now my main up, mm. to the same level as my priest within two weeks. And I was like, really? Yeah, I think I've... Thanks. I've got like <laughs> four... No, I think six max level mm. characters. Obviously, yeah, yeah. Or 110. BFA. Yeah. And I normally had like one. Yeah. And I had like one alt like a little bit behind or something normally. <laughs> but like that's insane for me. I know... I know there's people with like 15 different characters at 110 or whatever. Or one of every class. And yeah. That's it's good, me. yeah. But that's it. Like I've, um, I've, I've just been, I've been playing solid. And so I got to one twenty in two days, whilst chatting and snacking with my mate over Discord, and he did as well. He got there before I did because he'd started mm. the night before. But when we got there, I was like, I wish I'd taken a little bit slower. I enjoyed all the zones, but I wish I'd taken it slower because I haven't completed lots of Zoldazar stuff because yeah. Voldoon was so large, and because I had War Mode on, I rushed through all of them to get to one twenty. I did all the quests in Voldoon, I did all the quests in Nazmir, but because I literally hit Zoldazar at 119, I was like, what the f- Oh no, like late 118, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I was like, still like, what the fuck? Um, but to cut a long story short, I did that, and because I've been trying to get reps up, now, um, so I did something today which is awesome, I'll play on, but I've been doing Mythics, gearing up for that, I'm now 339, I'm nearly 340, which okay. is raid tier, yeah, yeah. and we attempted Cahoon on Thursday. I think it was. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. And although I know the tactics, I joined very late because I was out having work beers, as you do. Um, we didn't get him down, but 
I know the tactics for that fight now. So I know going into it, I know exactly what to do. I mean, this is the thing. It's still early in the expansion. It Everybody's is. learning. I know there are people that are already down here, like, but... They've been, they've been raiding for four hours by yeah, the time yeah. I joined. I'm not even, like, surprised that they Oh, really? Quit. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I... Cause, <laughs> You you were on and I messaged you and like you get the deadly boss boss yeah. one thing that's like da, 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 da. I'm like ah and then, and then it's like Jack has wiped ah, damn <laughs> and then like again it was like Jack has wiped damn <laughs> yeah but every time there was something minute but that's that's you know that's just classic yeah. raiding it was nice being in that and with a new guild as well it was quite different um, however best thing I've done so far was actually weirdly this afternoon which is why I was so late getting here today <laughs> so. We were trying to do the Warfronts thing, and for the Warfronts, you had to, the Horde had to build up resources from 0 to 100. Mm. We were about 99%, uh, like, by midday. Is it me, or is this, is this reminding me of the opening of the gates of AQ? Ankaraj, yeah, 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 pretty much the same, man. Um, we got to 100, mm. and the queuing was so messed up because something went wrong with the servers that no one was getting in. A few people were getting in. Right. But by few, I mean 10 people. Two people out of our guild got in. The rest were struggling. Yeah. Like, you queue up, you get to 18 out of 20 people, someone declines, or you get there and you go in and it's an instance aborted and somebody gets a 20-minute but deserter buff and it's... Like, not their fault. Yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. Um, so in the meantime, I decided to kill the Alliance. And I knew I was coming up to having to travel out here to do the podcast today, but I killed 10 people and got uh, Rogue Assassin. Yeah, man. Order so, Assassin. so Discord will have seen this in live action, yeah. basically. So that it was... Um, <laughs> he was like, yeah, I'm going to be like a bit later. I was like, that's fine. Doesn't matter. I got I'm literally doing nothing else. Yeah, so yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. And then it's like, guts to kill Alliance. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so so you had, you'd managed to do get the assassin thing yeah which, so was that in a raid or not so what you do i didn't do it in a raid usually so fist from lagging balls told me when i originally wanted to get the title mm. join a raid group kill loads of people in borealis and then when you've got the horde assassin buff which is getting 10 kills by yourself in mm. that sense or at least 10 killing blows i don't know if they've extended that to honor kills regardless um you get that and then you have to leave the raid group and you have to kill 10 people after that when you yeah. get this quest that pops the first time I did it, I waited for an hour and a half and I didn't get the quest, even though I left the raid group and I had the assassin buff. Yeah, it's strange. So I was really annoyed about that. But I was casually killing people, and this ranges from people who are like 117 to 120, but my hypothesis was, you've got war mode on, yeah. I'm killing you. It's fair game. Like, and yeah. like, I love that sake of, I can kill you because you've got war mode on, I have no issue killing you because you've ran the risk yep. of putting this thing on and you want the extra experience, I'm not letting you have that, no. I'm going to kill you. I've suffered the consequences of this. I'm sorry, <laughs> I know. Um, but I killed 10 people and I suddenly got the assassin thing, I was like, oh, this is cool. Well, you know, we're still queuing for these war fronts, so maybe this will be off, but at least I know that I can do this on my own. Yeah. Then the quest popped and I hadn't had this before and it's like, oh, you could be Surprender, the Alliance Slayer. And I was like, I want to be the Alliance Slayer. <laughs> So I messaged Ed immediately saying, I'm going to be late. I have to kill people. <laughs> and it was really great because I basically kept on updating as I was killing these people. And I, I hung around this little quest hub because I knew people would go there, not just for uh, daily quests, but also for just general questing. Mm. So we had a lot of 120s that were trying to round up their quest experience. And I was like, I'm sorry, but you've <laughs> got to die. Yeah. And also, because you've got the Horde Assassin, anyone on the map can yep. see where you are. 
because I'm a rogue, I'm in stealth. I managed to kill a rogue, and this was the scariest moment. A seven out of ten. Yeah. And this rogue I saw was sneaking around trying to find me in the dark because they knew that I was a rogue or a druid or something. Yeah, yeah. I managed to stun them first and kill them. And it was close. I was like quarter of my health and they died. Yeah. And that was just as a demon hunter landed on the flight path. So I managed to vanish in Cloak of Shadows, get all the bad stuff off me, oh, and I managed to run away. There was a paladin, eight out of ten, yeah. that landed and was following where I was in stealth because the minimap updates ten oh, seconds. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was going where I was. And it was so scary because like, I was typing in the chat, in the party chat for the Warfront, guys, help me out, I need you here, I need you here. I can't probably kill this paladin because paladins can bubble and heal themselves. Chill paladins can fucking lay on hands yeah. so they get their full health back. And they wear fucking plate. It's overpowered and always has been. You cannot solo a paladin no. unless they're dumb, right? Yeah. Um, so eventually they came, I had a hunter with me, and we destroyed this paladin and... This guy was tracking me for a good 20 minutes, doing AOE things where I was, and it was genuinely scary, but I was like, I had this big smile on my face the entire time, like, you're not going to get me, and I'm going to kill you. And when it finally happened, I haven't had that much fun doing world PvP ever, I don't think, in WoW. And it was, it was, there was a lovely time limit to it, because I wanted to get here to do the podcast, and I wanted the title at the same time. So I managed to get the guildmates to help me out, I managed to get the title eventually after I killed a 120 demon hunter that also dropped to try and look for me and it was great got the title and they had my escape so five people turned up as i was halfing out <laughs> and that was it so i managed to half out before they killed me but i got the title and i was like just like grinning on my drive up here because i was like yes i finally got this damn title and it's so hard to get for me personally yeah, yeah, yeah. and i feel bad I'm a rogue. It's easy for me to get compared to, say, a mage or a warrior. It's so yeah. much easier. I, c I can only imagine how... I mean, b basically, I've I've got one mode on, and obviously there's a lot more horde around now because they're all 120 doing yeah. the world quests, this, that, and the other. So, like, I've... It, I've actually just... I've logged out a couple of times. Not, like, actually that frustrated because it's just like, oh, I'll leave them to it. It's like, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. But then... I think it'd be tough. I don't know. How, I don't know whether I'll get it. I did feel guilty because I killed some people multiple times purely yeah. because they're one twenty. Like if they're questing, I left them alone because there was a, a few people in the area, and I was like, I know how that feels. I'm sorry, I've killed you. I actually added someone on battle tag and said, I'm really sorry. I'm trying to get this. Yeah. yeah and they yeah. said, I get it. It's cool. I killed this person earlier. It feels great. Yeah. Good luck. And I was like, thank you. Um. But yeah, getting that. Oh, so so happy and getting that title because I've wanted that for such a long time. Yeah, man, it's it's a it's a nice title to have, especially in BFA. Yes, it is. Um, apart from that, yeah, I, I played Overwatch a tiny bit. Yeah, <clears throat> but I managed to get my second golden because at the same time the season ended and Lucio Ball ended, so you get all your points. Yeah, I was I didn't know whether I wanted Brigitte or Anna because I love playing Anna. She's so much fun. She's she's fun, but she can be tough. Yeah. Um, I decided to go for Anna this time because I wanted to force myself to play her more because Brigitte, kind of like yourself, she's so much fun and I play her often, but I want to play something that's hard and I want to master something that's yeah. hard and that mastery is what will drive me to do Anna more. And the golden weapon's sick. It does look really good. Do you get like... The, is the the sleep dart gun? It is well. also yeah, golden. Yeah, nice. Yeah, so you yeah. go, and you're like, ha, it's so glinty. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, that's the thing. It's like it, it's not something you see all the time necessarily. So I don't know. It's it's just 
strange seeing the golden weapon sometimes because you know how tough it is to get them. Yeah. And you've had, you got the junk rat one now. Yeah. Right? yeah so yeah. that was the first one I got yeah. because being demo man playing TF2 is a grenadier essentially, and then playing Junkrat was an easy switch over because I had like a natural trait of being able to tell where my grenades were going to yeah. go which is why it's so good because there's such a high damage output so people used to hate me playing it not because it's a bad character but because it was OP for a long time Yeah, and I get that <clears throat> but yeah so I got the gold nano gun so it's been a really successful few weeks gaming actually so regardless of all the stresses outside of it I got a golden gun I got a title and I've also been playing Total War Rome 2 that's I, I love so those games. I, I mean, so I have played the first one extensively. Um, and also recently I got the Warhammer Total War. One, yeah. And that's... Tough. Yeah, it's fine. It's like, fine. It's, it's tough. It though. is really difficult. But hey, so how, what's 2 like? Because they've updated you, said. So yeah, I first... When, <clears throat> when they first released 2, I was ecstatic because I remember playing the first one when I was a kid. Even my stepdad, who doesn't play games... Right played Rome Total War. Okay. It was a defining strategy game, and I love strategy games because I'm strategy strategically minded. Yeah. Um, I was in Windermere when it dropped, so I was in the middle of, like, yeah. you know, the countryside, and I was like, I've got to play the Celts. I've got to play the Celts. I'm as Irish as can be. Let's do this. And it was really tough. Um, all the AIs were, like, over the top. By the time I had a full army, all of them had two full armies. It was so hard just trying to actually conquer the British Isles as the Celts. As the Romans, it was the same. Um, and I was like, well, on the release, there's a lot which isn't right. And it didn't feel yeah. like it was fully bug fixed. Yeah, or yeah, balanced. Yeah. So I played it for a while. I played it for a long time and then I dropped it. I came back recently because they still do updates for that game. And I was like, they must have fixed That's most impressive. of the bugs. And... Oh my god, yeah. It's such a different game. It feels different. The polit the politics are done differently. The war feels better. Like I see a full army and I've got my full army. I'm like, you're so dead. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I know I can absolutely smash you. I have no fear of going against big armies now and it's such a great feeling when you you know that it's like I I got ambushed the other day and there was this massive army and they had reinforcements. Mm. So I had charioteers and this just was playing as Britain, so I was trying yeah, to invade yeah. France. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. And so <clears throat> I had all my infantry stacked up. All my archers were doing their job. I had my cavalry trying to flank them. But I got my chariots and I was losing the battle. Mm. I was getting smashed. And loads of people had like fled the field. And I, I, I clicked in my head. I was like, my charioteers are chucking javelins. But surely they have those like spikes on the side of yeah, their yeah, vehicles. Yeah, yeah. What if I mow through them? Would that work? <laughs> I might lose. But if my general's going to die anyway, let's try this. And... The morale effect it had on the enemy as you plow through them with bikes. <laughs> I had six like groups leave immediately. They're like, oh shit, we don't like this. And I won the battle purely because I drove charioteers through them. And it was it made me think, okay, so each faction has their own thing which is really strong. The Romans just keep together and smash. And Testudo if you're facing against archers. Britain, chariots. Yeah. Such good fun. And I've been playing both campaigns and smashing both campaigns. I smashed Carthage as Rome which is a classic Roman trait. Oh, yes. Scipio Africanus! It was, I haven't had that much fun in a strategy game either in a while, so really, a few good weeks of playing games. Yeah, I think the Total War games are really addictive as well. They can be, yeah. Like, you're just, oh, just another turn. Oh, just Ooh. another turn. And it's like, two in the morning, you're like, fuck! I must be Shogun! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's so many different ones, isn't there? Like There is. I think the first one I played was just the first medieval Total War, like 
at a friend's house and I was like, ooh, this is fun. I played that in Beads. That's what got me hooked. Yeah, yeah. I first played Manual. uh, I don't know if you remember him, Kai Sodal. Yeah. He got me, excuse me, we used to do guitar practice and one of the guitar practices are um, the lady that used to teach us was sick. So we had to sit in a room watching films and playing games. So he managed to get a pirate copy of that and that's what got me hooked. Because <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, bad yeah. and you couldn't even enter battles because it was done. But I liked the map get play. Yeah. It's a lot that's of fun. what was fun. That's what I like about it, is it was you can choose to do the battles or not. Yeah. Like most of the time anyway. Yeah. And it's and it's just it's good fun. And I, I like that you can see the progression you've got. And also you're like, yeah, it's going well, and then like a plague comes and you're like avoid that town yeah 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 yeah. i mean it's good fun they're they're really good games and it's i think they've got uh a new one coming sooner or later they so they they're doing this weird thing where they're getting side ones like britannia so they did a britannia campaign which i still haven't bought um but they did warhammer 2 which is quite successful but i see that wasn't it was like a year after one right and that's annoying for me who owns one yeah because there's and been also, no updates. Yes, and also I've been waiting for the next historic one because that's the one I like. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of Warhammer personally. Yeah. I never got into Warhammer. I had Warhammer, but all I did was do a base paint on them and huff the paint whilst everyone else painted them <laughs> when I was at school. You know, that's that's what you yeah, do yeah, as a yeah. kid. I was like, I don't know this, but I like spending a time in the basement with mates painting stuff. Yeah. I'm crap. That was it. I painted things and that was it. But I'm waiting for the next one. If it is medieval too. Oh my god. Yeah, that'd be amazing. You lose me for months. Yeah. So that's kind of it gaming-wise, right? Yeah. Like, that I was a lot of times. stuff. That was good. Uh, well, so we, we both saw Black Landsman, what week were we on? Like, last week sometime, <laughs> didn't we? <laughs> yeah. Because like, it's been two weeks since the show this time. So, yeah, that was that was good fun. I, that was good. Like, a really... It's a difficult film to get into. Yeah, um, it is. Just, I mean, I'd highly recommend seeing it. Like, hmm. I, I really, really enjoyed the film. And you're like, yeah, it's great. And then, like, the ending just hits you like a truck of bricks. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's politically charged. And it's one of those films that, in the future, when you watch this, like, 10, 20 years, you can actually look back and say, I was alive during that time. Like, whenever I've been... I, You know I love history as much, and I'm always yeah, watching... Yeah. I like, I spoke about the Vietnam documentaries before, the Jihad one, all these other ones. And I was like, those were then. And sometimes this thing was kind of like during my era, but I have no connection to it. Yeah. because. But when you see the... Because Black Klansmen, and we're talking about white supremacy and uh, the Charlottesville attack and all this sort of stuff, yeah. it was quite poignant. And Spike Lee, so Spike Lee always kind of pushes the boundary on that sort of thing. But yeah, it was great. I thought the film was great in terms of... I, what I liked about it the most also was that you always felt like you were in that time space. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, because it's 70s, right? It felt the 70s. Yeah, it didn't feel quite 60s. It felt 70s. It uh, could yeah. have been 60s. Maybe I'm not really late 60s. Sure. Because 60s was, you know, love and free power. But also it was late 60s, I think, that the counter-war movement happened. Yeah. And also the... Uh, the... Uh, what do you call it? I don't know. The cultural movement. So when Black Panther started oh, to yeah, emerge yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and all these different things. So yeah. it was like a it's like a moment of resistance. Yeah. So you had the hippies emerge with Woodstock and all these things started to come and the anti war movement. So yeah, it was a very politically charged time and you had Lyndon Johnson and then you had um Oh, what's his name with a I don't know. Nixon 
Rex, oh, Rex, yeah, Rex, yeah, 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 yeah. And so Nixon's back. <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't go see it. I think it was just uh, a really good film as mm. well. Like, it, whether it was, you know, the politicalness aside from it, it was just a really engaging film I all agree. the way through. It was engaging. It was also very funny it at was. times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at moments where you know, like nowadays you watch, you're like, ooh, that's quite risky. Yeah. Um, it's funny. And yeah. it, it makes you feel okay to laugh at some point. Yeah. Which is nice. It's yeah. refreshing. Great cast as well. Like and yeah. um Adam Driver. Yeah, so I genuinely the first time we saw Adam Driver as Kylo Ren, I just genuinely hated him. I, I get he you. Was fucking terrible. <laughs> like, <laughs> like but then in fairness, he was better in the second uh, eight, episode eight of yeah. Star Wars. Um that was a lot better, but in this, he's so good. He's he's wicked in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he plays his character well. You see this confliction. So, essentially, the premise is a black guy and a Jew infiltrate the clan, <laughs> and it's wonderful. Yeah, it's yeah. So great. But you can see the confliction in both of them, but also the conviction in trying to get something done, and yeah. it's wicked. And also, the weird thing is when you see one of the main characters, the in it, like I say, the bad characters in it. And you know that he's still living and he's still yeah. in politics and he's still doing the things he does. It's bizarre. It's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. <laughs> like, you see like him, like this was him two days ago. I was like, holy shit, that was that person from yeah. the film. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very strange. But uh, cool film. I agree with Ed. Yeah, go see it. Um, another film that was kind of like, holy shit, was Spotlight. I've not seen it. So we saw this when it came out in the cinema. I think it was like 2014, but it happened to be on TV last night. Um, it is in. It's set in Boston, and you got the. I think it's, is it the Boston? I think it's the Boston Globe, the newspaper. Anyway, long story short, there's the. They dig out. They discover a story with the Catholic Church and the molesting of children and mm. all of that horrible stuff that happened. But my God, it's just an incredible. Is film. it about the cover up? Yes, <sighs> and how they were like, yeah, we've got like one thing on. They start the film with like one one priest they know about and it's like 97 priests by the end of it and yeah. they're like holy oh, shit, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and just it's got like Mark Ruffalo in it there's oh god I can't even remember the rest of the cast but so you know the guy who plays the Vulture in Spider-Man Homecoming yeah him and then Doctor Strange's girlfriend I know yeah okay. the, I can't remember what her name is but anyway there's like a whole bunch of Marvel people in it which was very strange we didn't realize that <laughs> but anyway but i would really recommend seeing that like i'm sure it's probably on some netflix or mm. whatever um just a really really good film like harrowing as well yeah and you again you're just sat there going holy shit like something i'd suggest happened. to you as well because i've yet to watch spotlight but mm. i will actually i watched this uh, thing called mea culpa silence in the house of god which was eye-opening um and I suggested to a lot of people to watch it, a lot of the mm. other Catholics and Christians that I know to watch it, because it was about a, um, a mute community, so people okay. who couldn't speak, um, being molested by a priest, and how that how they couldn't tell anyone, literally. Yeah, 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 yeah. But also that there was that confliction because priests were held in such esteem, yep. and this person had nothing done to them. Nothing was done. They just this person was given a rehabilitation and then recycled exactly. into yeah, another yeah, yeah, parish yeah. where he did the same thing. And as yeah. a Catholic myself, it's shameful like i've said i've been to protests and i've been told off for doing that and it's sucky but it is a good thing that these things are coming out because it's addressing the issue and it's a true damn story and yeah. that's what's so horrifying and that's like... the worst thing about it and you're like 
especially with our own diocese, because they... So the guy that baptised me, yeah. who was an abbot, a great man called Christopher Jamison, who I know and trust myself, um, I asked him, you know, kind of uh, when I was being baptised, like, how do you feel about it? And he said, we all hate it because no one will trust us, even yeah. though nothing's happened. And recently they had the English Benediction League. So they're Benedictines, so they're like monks, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were pulled up for Ampleforth, which is a college which was known for having abuse happen there. Yeah. And so I asked honestly to them, I was like, has anything happened at Worth, my local mm-hmm. parish? Because that would be the coffin closer. I'd yeah, want yeah. to do something about that yeah. personally. Of course, I want to do something personally about everything else. But I asked him, he goes, no. He goes, however, this is the thing. This is why I've been kind of called up, because I know I can deal with this sort of stuff. And seeing all that unfold was nuts. Mm-hmm. Seeing this guy who baptised me, who has that height of power and sit, knowing all the monks that I do know and how it's affected them and how they're disgusted because they're like, all these people are leaving the seminary. People are just not wanting to do our job. And that's affecting our entire faith because of these few bad apples that have reached such high echelons. Mm. So, yeah, I agree. Uh, Spotlight is something I will see, actually. Yeah, but thanks. I, so worth it. But I think that's that's kind of all I've watched this week, really. It's been... Busy week. Yeah. Like, just real you. life sucks. I get you. <laughs> so what else have you watched? So I've watched a few things, but this is mainly on what, what I call commute yeah. watch things. So last night I actually did go out to see a film and I saw Christopher Robin. How is it? I actually really enjoyed it. It's a sweet film. Yeah. Like a it's, a, it's definitely a kid's film and it's wonderful because they have all the voice actors or at least even if it, one of the voice actors may have been replaced, I'm not sure. I okay. think it could be the OG Winnie the Pooh crew. Really? Yeah. Okay. They are, they're also bang on regardless. And there's a personal history with it where I've never really been into Winnie the Pooh, but my great uncle was, and so was his wife. And right. they lived above us in flats my entire life. So the entire time I go up there, she'd call him Tigger and he'd call her Pooh, which right. is a bit weird. Yeah. And it was weird. But they loved it so much that I grew up with them telling me about Winnie the Pooh and all these things and how it affected their lives. So watching this film was a weird personal thing. Because mm. it reminded me of them the entire time. And Pooh very much was just like my great uncle, who was large near yeah. the end of his life <laughs> right yeah, it was yeah, literally yeah. like poo like where's the honey yeah motherfucker give me that shit <laughs> not like you know poo give I me would that love shit that would be amazing christopher robin yeah, yeah. give me that fucking honey bitch <laughs> that'd be so good gunpoint and then you get you and mcgregor going like <laughs> what <laughs> tigger and this is another thing right and i find it funny because it's going away but Tigger has a slight speech impediment, <laughs> right, which is okay. so funny, but speech impediments are legitimately funny, yeah. which is a bad thing because yeah. it's a PC thing. Tigger is a wonderful thing. Bouncy, bouncy, bounce. And I was like, this is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is still going on. Yeah. Genuinely, a Slacker's rating, I'd give that a three out of five. It was sweet. It was something that if I had kids, I'd definitely bring them to see because yeah. it's a mixture between old storytelling, which influenced, say, our parents and our grandparents, and something which is new. It was kind of like saying this is what they enjoyed, like in story wise. And also it's personal because we live near Ashdown Forest. Yes. Me and Ed literally live near the hundred acre wood. Oh yeah. And I've been to the poo sticks yeah, and I've a few done times. Po- yeah, I've done yeah. I've been to Poo Bridge and done poo sticks where yeah. on one side of the bridge you chuck off a stick and with your mate, and then you go to the other side of the bridge and you see which stick emerges first. It's 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 really dumb, but actually it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> and then we do bets, like five quid wage or right, something. So right. it's a very old Sussex thing to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's also the other personal side. So the family tie, as well as the personal being a Sussex man born and bred yep. sort of thing. I loved it. It was brilliant. Yeah, I think we definitely want to see it. It's just finding time. Yeah, like, it is. The, the other thing we want to go see is um, the spy who killed, dumped me. 
I've not seen that, but I've heard like, it's with Mila bad. Kunis or something. Yeah. Right? And I mean, it is probably going to be fucking terrible, <laughs> but like, it'll be good fun to see. And like, we've both got unlimited cards. And like the Meg. Well, yeah, that sort of terrible, I think. Like, just go see it. Megalodon on the fucking dawn in this ocean. So, yeah, there's that. So you've seen quite a few other things. Yeah. Did you finish Disenchantment then? I did finish Disenchantment. I loved it. It, When when we last spoke about it, I was only just starting out. Yeah. I felt like the first episode and the second episode were a bit weak, personally. But the more it built in, the more I was fixed. Yeah. And near the end, I was like, this is great. I really enjoy it. And I was watching and I was actually looking forward to the next episode on the train back. Yeah. It gave me something to look forward to at the end of the day. And now it's finished. It leaves you on such a cliffhanger. My God. Yeah. Oh, did you, there's a there's a post-credits thing. I did not see no, that. No, yeah, yeah, neither did I. Because oh, Netflix does no. its thing of like, I'm just going to show you this other thing. Oh, and it bins. But go, go to the... The last episode yeah. and skip forwards okay. in the credits and there is a post-credits thing. I didn't know that. That's awesome. I won't give spoilers live on air, but Thank we'll, you. we'll do after we finish we'll watch it because yeah, it's it's really interesting. Yeah, kinda like when I've been waffling on about Vikings. Start the first few episodes, either you'll be hooked instantly, yeah, or it'll be a building, but the building's so worth it. Yeah. I really love this and it feels like I mean we watched Futurama before we yeah, came yeah. in here and there's there's a comedic quality and there's a charm about it which is not overly dirty but yet they're always <laughs> tongue in cheek but it's enjoyable so yeah. enjoyable and it's one of the few things I've been able to watch on the train and been fine with watching yes. on the train yeah 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 what else have you been watching on the train then so I've watched a few things and I'm going to kind of leave over them uh, until I get to Roman Empire because hence the total war okay, this okay. all spurs on so Full Metal Jacket I just finished that massive hench series on watching Vietnam and I decided to revisit that film because Harvey Lee Ermey, who is the drill instructor, died recently. He died a oh, few okay. months ago. So he's the guy who's like, bullshit, I still can't hear you. And he does all the incredible. Yeah. And all of that. Well, I say all of that. Most of that, if not nearly all of it, was ad lib, which is why oh, he was really? given the job. Yeah. So he did all of that stuff because he was a drill sergeant. Right. And he also had his own uh, TV show that I was addicted to because he's just a dick and it's great and it's so overly American. It's wonderful with like, I'm going to shoot this massive pineapple because fuck pineapples. <laughs> it's like, yes, Harvey Lee Army, you shoot that pineapple. I like that pineapple in particular. Fuck that exact pineapple <laughs> and that watermelon. Um, but it was great fun. Uh, but because I know about Vietnam now, there's mm. so many more nuances and things that I understood. It's quite a nice film because it touches on all the things that were going on at the time, how soldiers felt, um, especially them all being young. You're like, I'm I'm going to be 27 this month. Yeah. And there were kids that were 20, 21. It's bizarre. It's the yeah, same nuts, with the war. Yeah, yeah. Now, when I was a kid, I was like, I can't imagine, oh, I'm sure by that age I'd be fine for war. And now I'm past yeah. that age. That's bizarre, right? No, it's weird. I look back and like, kids were fighting that were way younger than me that hadn't even gone to college and they were shooting people. Nuts. Absolutely nuts to me. Yeah, I, 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 it's tough to get your head around like how young people were. But, and, yeah. Yeah, before Metal Jacket, the first half is very different than the second half. Okay. So they do a training camp thing, which is where Harvey Lee Ermey's in, and then something happens, but then it goes forward to the film. Overall, it's a good film to see in terms of if you're a big film fan, because it's a must-watch, right. especially just for the first bit in general. Harvey Lee Ermey's hilarious, and if you see it from both the comedic and the serious point of view, you can see how people who went to become the marines were so 
tough and so battle-hardy. Mm. Whenever you watch films like, you can't handle the truth, <laughs> there are always these guys that have got a massive stick up their ass because they're all, I'm a Marine and I'm going to kill you. There's a reason, there's a conditioning, and the conditioning is what that film kind of highlights. Okay. It's nuts. So it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you're not a person. I don't look down on you because you're this, that, or the other. You're all equally worthless. That's literally <laughs> a line in the film. And that's just how it goes. But brilliant film. Weird one to watch on the uh, train, but again, that's all right. No one really cares. Yeah. Um, also, Archer. I'll yeah. briefly touch on this. So I finished the last episode of Archer from the Archer Noir section they've done. Oh, okay, yeah. And they've gone into a different thing where Archer's basically like on an island. So it's a jungle Archer. Yeah, yeah. I'm three episodes in, but I'm already enjoying it. I love Archer. I, I love like, it as well. I wish they hadn't done this, though. I, I wish know. It was I wish more. it, was gone, it yeah. went back to normal because I like the normal Archer. But I'm willing to do this because I kind of like it and I also kind of don't like it. Yeah, it's just, it is a lot of fun. It really, yeah. really is. But I do miss, like, season one to four of Archer mm. or whatever it was before he ends up in a coma. Yeah, Swiss Miss is my favourite episode, yeah. probably, because it's it, the first one I watched and I still love it. Yeah, it's just it's just such a ridiculous show. It and, is. and that's that's what I like about it. But yeah, I, I did enjoy, I really enjoyed the yeah. season, mainly because it was new Archer. That was great. And then... The ending of it, though, is again, is like, okay, what the fuck is going on now? <laughs> <laughs> and I thought they were done with this season. I I've thought not, that was going to be it. Yeah, I th I've not actually seen the ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, a whole series is great. Like, I like what they've done with the cast being not themselves, but still being themselves. Yeah. Um, and then it the, the last episode points you at the next ridiculous thing that they're doing. And I, I, I thought this was going to be the last series, so I was surprised. So we'll, well, see. we'll see but maybe in the future mm -hmm. when they go back to normal we'll look back and actually like those individual seasons for what they were I don't think they're going back to normal though this is why I'm, this is why I'm oh, a bit right. concerned is like I thought they were done but apparently not but we'll, we'll see. see yeah um, so yeah New Arch is great uh, last one I saw was The Roman Empire and that's a Netflix original okay so so the the only show I watched called Rome was like a BBC yeah, drama yeah no that ago. was yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah no it was it was uh, was it BBC? H BO actually uh, yeah okay yeah, or yeah. AMC or something yeah and I remember Rome I've still actually got the box set of Rome right yeah yeah and it was pretty good yeah it was actually really good um so this is in a similar vein they've done it in a way where it's kind of like taking Rome and mixing it with a documentary so you've got like okay. it's very different but I love it I was really hesitant to pick this up though because I was like is it just gonna be another crappy documentary where there's someone talking you see a flicker of action and then it goes back and it's crap yeah and it's well it's not crap but it's just basic bitch <laughs> um, but this wasn't the case. I watched it and they've got like a full on battle. They've got stakes. They've got graphs that show. So the battle of. Um, oh, God, I don't know if it's. I can't even remember the no, battle. No, anyway. yeah, fuck it. Not Actium. It's another one. But beer. Yeah, so, beer. Sorry. Um, but there's this battle where Ro uh, Julius Caesar has. And it's genius. Julius Caesar was an absolute genius. He managed to find the Celtic leader and trapped him in a town. And he built a wall around this town. <laughs> He then finds through his scouts that a big, massive 120, 150,000 Celtic army was coming to relieve them. What did that guy do? Built a second fucking wall <laughs> around them. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. the guys inside the town were stuck and they had a defensive position. Yeah. The battle happens. It could be... Oh, never mind. Um, but what he did was, in the middle of the battle, he sent out a single cavalry unit to flank them. They felt like they were being overrun, so they all dispersed. That's what won the victory. It was tactical genius by the man. So that's how you won your previous Rome Total War battle. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I wish I was that smart. I wish I could build two forts. But yeah, he was like, 
No, who would have thought of that? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. We've built one wall. Fuck it, lads. Let's build another. <laughs> yeah, right. But the, the season was enjoyable because you saw that. And what they did is they showed the graph of the two walls. They showed Vertingetric's side where he's um, basically like they're all starving inside their town and he's kind of like desperate. And they show Julius Caesar and his thoughts and what he's doing. They Everything was thought about in such a way that I was actually like, I wonder if it's going to be great or bad. And it was genuinely exciting. Like you actually see the battlements yeah, of the yeah. second fort on the way around and the cavalry charging in and all the political stuff that happens afterwards. And you learn new things, which is wonderful. So there's a phrase, crossing the Rubicon, okay, which was an ancient phrase. And this is one of the biggest points in history, which I forgot about. And I'm not going to go on about it massively because I, I tend <laughs> to. Um, but crossing the Rubicon was a phrase where in Rome, if you were a returning general and you took your army across the Rubicon River, a yeah. small river, you were declaring war on Rome. Your army had to stay outside of Rome, had to stay, your legions had to stay there. Okay. So on his way back, Pompey Magnus, who was one of the, the three leaders of the Triumvirate of Rome, so there was a Roman Republic and there were three big guys and Julius Caesar was, he was all right until he conquered Gaul and then he became bigwig. Yeah. So this is where it comes in, where as he came back, Pompey was very annoyed at him. And so he basically said, your war was illegal. Your war was bad. You must come back. So he had two choices. He could either go to the Senate, be exiled from Rome, and that's his career done. Yeah. Or he could bring his army into Rome. Fuck it's it. one of the... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fuck yeah. it, doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. And that was one of the biggest decisions in history because it changed everything. And of course, as we saw Julius Caesar, you know, spoilers, got yeah, yeah, assassinated yeah. and the empire started and everything's happened. This country has been formed by the Roman Empire. Oh, yes. And it's nuts thinking that, that. But that's a phrase. So crossing the Rubicon is literally like saying you're jumping into uncharted territory, which you don't know. Lovely series. I'd definitely give it a watch. Even if you're not a massive like history buff, it's just a great watch in general. So is it like a documentary but not at the same time yeah that's how it feels yeah it feels like a hbo documentary okay and i'm really enjoying it and I, i'm looking forward to another episode on the tube i have to check it out so is that on netflix it's a netflix, it netflix. original okay, I think. okay so that's interesting yeah so again more lots of random shit that i've been watching on the train whenever i feel like yeah it. i miss that like i mean my commute is where i listen to podcasts so that's that's I guess the equivalent so like i when i was commuting on the train that's what i used to do as well just kind of watch stuff to yeah. make the time pass but yeah so what do you think of the beer then because i've just finished mine but so i'm still going but that's because i've been talking a hell of a lot eh. um i'm still gonna give this a three i don't know if it's 3.5 but i'm gonna give it a three still it's drinkable but i yeah i don't i think it's still worthy of the three for that first novelty drink yeah i agree it's got like that kind of like dry honey yeah thing hasn't it and it's it's tasty but doesn't claw on you. No, I don't. Doesn't make you like ice. More. It's nice, but I'm like done. Yeah. Although, how? What's the percentage on it? Because like, I swear it's gone straight to my head. Mm. Yeah. Five. I, I haven't really drunk anything. Drunk. Eaten anything today? So. Neither have I. Yeah. Two point five. No wonder. Yeah, yeah. Oh well. So that's the beer. Yeah. So okay. before we get to tech news, I just want to say every time I've chosen a beer for some stupid reason, it's been bloody high alcohol percentage. Yeah, I mean, this isn't as bad as like your 9% stuff or no. whatever that was, but yeah. But at the same point, I got this because I was like, oh, this will be a nice 1%, 2%, not 1%, 2%, maybe like one unit, 2.5 units, and it's a 5%er. That's more than Hobgoblin. Yeah, no, I mean... No, roughly the same, sorry. Hobgoblin's yeah. like 52 
Is it? Yeah. Oh. 5.2 to 5.4. Well, she gone. Yeah. Uh, right. So, tech Text news. Us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, the, I've got some new Antec fans coming, um, which are fully addressable RGB fans. So, like, there's 18 LEDs on each fan. It's cool. And you can get set them to whatever color you like. They can do patterns and something else. So that'll be good fun. We'll have some pictures and uh, maybe even some gifts of that when, when they turn up. Uh, we'll see. But other than that, what have you been up to? Can you send me the links on those? Because yeah. I'm very interested in those as well. Yeah, yeah. I think they're um, kind of a new release and we'll see yeah. We'll see what they do. Because uh, they're a little bit slow to release in the UK. Um, I'm the one of the Antec reps in America is sending them straight to me. Hence, like the cables. Um, but it'll be, we'll see. They're, they're nice. They look really good. Cool. I, I, I'm looking forward to your review. Um, yeah, no, I've just I, literally it's tech news. And it's not tech news. So yeah. I've been trying to like make my desk area nicer. So in terms of tech, since we did the hench PC thing, it's been running like a dream. Everything, all my games have been running super quick. Yeah, yeah. The SSD is life changing. Literally, it's become an absolute joy to sit at my computer. So I tried to make it look nicer. So I went to the garden center and literally got a few house plants. I don't know what one of the houseplants is. It's like no, a right. lily of some kind. The other is a succulent. So yep. it's kind of like a desert flower. So you don't really have to water it as much. It can have a bit of sunlight, but it's just nice. I've got a bit of green on my desk. I've got my pictures back up on the wall. So there's also a little bit of background. Feels more like an office now, which is nice. Yeah, we've done something similar like in the house anyway. Like it's it's kind of nice. Like mm. we've got these, um, I think they're just like called command strips that like a sticky... They're really sticky and it's like Velcro. Yeah. Uh, and that's how we put pictures up because like we rent, like we're not supposed to put pictures up properly. Um, but it's been that like we've put up like five pictures in the last like week and it's pretty, it makes a big difference. It doesn't does, it? doesn't it? And that's the thing, like just having a bit of green, even though I live in the countryside, I'm always staring at a blank wooden wall. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, I wouldn't say it's bringing my mood down, but it made me feel like I needed to do more stuff outside. <laughs> yeah, it's just subtle little differences that make a big difference. It is. It feels more like a workstation I'm proud of. And I know that that's the setup I want when I move out. I want to have my desk with a few plants and a nice little setup with the things. I reckon that I could actually probably submit that to battle stations as a basic mm. setup, and I'm looking forward to that. I would. See what happens. Because like, yeah. when, I, when I did it, I was like, what do you guys think I should change? And I can't even remember what it was, but there was something I was like, oh, yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> I did it. It was better. But yeah, that's kind of it, right? Yeah, pretty much. So our topic this week is coffee and energy drinks. Yes. So you, what what's your history of coffee? Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll start. So growing up, I hated coffee because I was ever I was only ever given black coffee. And that's such right. a stinging, strict taste to someone who's so used to sugary crap, essentially growing up, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, whether you had, there. yeah, yeah. Which, is the, which is the funny thing. So Ed's had the opposite to me. Um, but I was actually introduced to it at the same place that me and Ed met, which is at St. Bede's, yeah. by a, a good friend of mine called Seb. And he was like, so you don't like it, but have you ever had it right? And I was like, what do you mean? And he goes, well, I'll do it this way. So he gave me a single coffee with two sugars, and it was just a crappy Nespresso thing. But I enjoyed it because it was a mixture of the coffee and the sugar. Yeah. And it was a nice taste to it. And that night I had like three cups of coffee. And <laughs> I was kind of like, this is really nice. I'm getting a good buzz off of it, more of a buzz than I have with tea. Yeah. And I enjoy it. And Seb then started just drinking more and more with me. That was kind of pretty much the start of it. Um, it did lead me on to addiction. Yeah. But we'll talk about that in a bit. How did you get syrup? Because yours is different. Yeah, mine's like the exact opposite. It's like I started <laughs> with black coffee. Yeah. Because like, that's what my mum drunk. So I don't know how old it was, but like, I definitely always tried some of my mum's coffee or had some, like, 
it was always just black coffee. Like she doesn't have sugar, any milk or anything like that. So I've always kind of liked it and yeah. I've got, I've liked it progressively more over the years. And like I've worked in, I worked with coffee as part of whatever job for like about five years. Like three of those were at my student bar where we serve coffee as well. Uh, I did a year in London where I was a runner ish and we made coffee as yep. well. And then I did a bit over a year for an independent coffee shop back home, which I learned so much about That's coffee, cool. like a lot of training and stuff. So that was that was really good. That's kind of where I learned as much about coffee as I know now. You have a lot more experience than me than coffee. That's nuts. And I just I like working with coffee as well. I like making coffee. Because I, I, I made one for you earlier, you right? Did. It was actually really nice because the stuff we have at work is like that. It's like you go upstairs to the fourth floor, there's an iPad, you click on the iPad for a flat white or a latte, but it doesn't taste nice. It just tastes dusty and awful. There's sediment at the bottom and it just is really acidy. Yeah, I bet actually that's probably because it hasn't been cleaned. Yeah, that's probably it. Because like if you just if you start with good fresh water and a clean whatever you're making coffee with, it'll probably be a lot better. Yeah. Which is why, like, when I had your one today, it felt not only was it clean, but it didn't have that grainy feel that a lot yeah. of coffees have, which I hate as well. Uh, which is a weird thing. I like instant coffee for the lack of grain, but I don't like it for the fact that it doesn't taste fresh. Yeah. And yet, when I have a fresh coffee, sometimes it's either overly grainy. The last one I had, which I really enjoyed, was Carte Noir. And they've now changed it to Door or yeah, Le Door, yeah. and it's terrible. Is it, it doesn't even is have it different? the same. Yeah, it's massively different. It doesn't even have the same uh. taste. I hate it. They've skimped out on what it was. And if they don't change it back, it's going to bomb. And no one's buying it. Yeah. No one's buying it out of the store. So, like, I also drank energy drinks. We'll get to, like, the more recent coffee stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. like, when I was in college, that's when I actually liked energy drinks. Like, whatever it is. Like, mm. the, the cheap, like, Red Rooster, whatever the fuck that Red was. Red Rooster, like, wow. That's like the knockoff Red Bull. Yeah, I remember um, that. And that was definitely at college. Like, a lot of the time, uh, like, Monster and Red Bull. And especially because, like, that's when I was mountain biking the most. We always, yeah. like... All of us always had something in our bag when we were just riding down a hill. It was just, it was good. Like, and I liked it then. I still like the taste of Red Bull, but I just, I don't, I don't need it. It's too yeah. much for me most of the time. What about, what's your thoughts on Lucozade? Because I tend to have that more when yeah. I go airsofting because I feel it's a slower release. When you, the sport or the not sport? Um, oh, I don't know the difference between them. So you got the one that's fizzy or yeah. the one that's not fizzy? Oh, it's the fizzy one. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I like that one as long as it's the original because the, the other ones are too sweet. Yeah, because uh, the orange one's a bit sweet, but I sometimes get it if there's nothing else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I usually go for the original because I like the taste of the original. Yeah. And if I'm doing airsoft, halfway through, I'll have a Lucozade because one of my friends plays hockey. He's a big uh, fitness nut. He's yeah. the one that was trying to get us to do the fitness thing, which I haven't right. attended because it's far away and... Yeah. I don't want to drive all no, the way no. to with Teeth in the evening to do a jog. Um, but it has actually changed how I feel after, because I usually get back and I'm shattered. But because I've got those extra whatever it is, like the glucose or whatever that's yeah. in the Lucozade, it feels much better. I mean, I know they're full of crap as well. Yeah, and I of know there's better ways of doing it, but it does help. Yeah. And it does. It tastes kind of nice. And like they do serve a purpose. Like they, they, these, these drinks exist for a reason and they generally do work. Yeah, it's the same with the energy pouches when I was doing my DOV, which I had to yeah. drop out of because of photography. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked it. I liked DOV. It was good fun. Yeah, I think things like that. Like, yeah. so Duke of Edinburgh, so that's like a, you have to, which I did as well, um, was you have to like, it was a two day hike or something like yeah. that. Basically, you had to plan your route, find somewhere to camp, and then just your solo trip thing, and then you got some thing. Navigational, you got different like silver, gold. Yeah. 
and yeah. actually like having your hand shake shook by the Duke of Edinburgh himself and crap like that. Yeah, apparently. I I know I didn't finish it, but I enjoyed it because I like I did uh, bushcraft at the time and I got yeah. outside. But going back to the energy side of it, yeah, we had these little like energy pouches. So I hiked all day and I wasn't tired. Yeah, and it was great because whenever I needed it, I had the extra supplement. Yeah, I they're like you can get they're like glucose tablets basically. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Salt tablets as well. Salt is the one thing you yeah. waste the most, which is what my boss told me because he does hundred k's. Wow. It's nuts. He's so damn fit and he does VFX and it makes me feel guilty That's because weird. I do the same job <laughs> as this guy essentially, except he's a senior and I'm not. Yeah. And he still finds time to do all this exercise stuff. It's nuts. Yeah, yeah. That's that's pretty damn impressive. Yeah. But going back to coffee, yeah. So I started liking coffee and then I think we might have worked in different areas on the same thing. So mm. in school I was an actor. Ed was a stage hand. Yeah. Sage hand, sorry, and very good at it. Um, and I was okay as an actor at St. Bede's. I was very nervous about a lot of things, but they did Phantom of the Opera, yeah. and I didn't want to sing. So I said, bugger it, what can I do which isn't singing, which actually still has something to do with the production? And they're like, we've got too many stagehands. Do you want to work in the lighting box yeah. with Bob and my mate Matt Laugh? Because Bob didn't want to really do that much anymore. He preferred to do all the yeah. stage building. And he was great. Yeah, Bob's great. I've, I've worked with him recently, actually, as well. So, yeah, he's, he's still doing it. He's got his yeah. own company that does lighting and stuff. So, there yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Um, so, my job was literally, when I went out there, I was like, oh, cool, do I get to, like, click the button and it does all the stuff? Because I had no idea. Like, yeah, I was yeah. a rookie. And I'm like, no, your job is to turn the house lights off and turn them on. <laughs> and Matt's job is to click a button when this scene happens and click the button when yeah. it doesn't happen. We were literally up there for three weeks doing the most boring yep. job, like, noticeable. But... We're in the sound box and look cool. So yeah. people would look up and then to me and Rath. Honestly, there were there were times where for two weeks we were brought out because we had to do rehearsals for different parts of the play. So I had to do catch up in the evenings, but because I was a boarder, that was okay. Mm. So I didn't lack anything in terms of learning because at that by that point it was all revision anyway. Yeah, yeah. However, this is where coffee gets brought into it. So we were left in an audio room to do nothing but play Pro Evolution Soccer and GTA San Andreas <laughs> on a massive projector yep, screen. Yeah, done that. Yep, done that as well. And there was a kettle in there. And we drank so much coffee. It was about 15 cups a day. Because there's nothing. We just drink drink cups of coffee and you go to lunch, you have something small, you go back and you drink coffee. And that was literally it for the entire day. And I did this for two weeks straight, me and, me and Matt. And <laughs> we had the head of drama come up and she goes, this place, and she rarely ever swore, Mrs. Cakebread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Miss Cakebread, I've forgotten. Anyway, yeah, one of she said, this place fucking stinks of coffee. <laughs> Matt, I know you smoke. Smythe, I do not expect that from you. And I was like, I'm really sorry. She goes, I saw when you did your assessment the other day, you were fucking shaking. I was like, you're good, but, you know, I'd like you both to at least have an assessment by the nurse. And I was like, fair enough. We're not doing anything wrong, though. She goes, no, but it stinks. Come on, guys. <laughs> so we had this assessment with the nurse. The nurse looked me over. She's like, right, go a day without it and come back to me. And I was a shaking wreck yep. when I went back. She goes, were well, you drinking too much? And she's like, you're an idiot. I was like, what do you mean? She goes, what is caffeine? I'm like, good. She's like, no, it's a drug, <laughs> you idiot. It's a drug, just like alcohol, just like other stuff, th- just like smoking. Yeah. And I don't really, because it's so normal and integral, you don't think that tea and coffee can be something which can affect you so much. No, no, no. So I, I had a similar sort of thing with coffee. So so when I was working at Envy Post, so that was my like placement year at uni. So we were in a, a small kind of, posh little kitchen in their post-production house and we kind of looked after the clients and there was a coffee machine there so we would literally just I was on coffee like 24 7 
except when I wasn't at work <laughs> and I was like I, I genuinely would be shaking at the weekends I was like I need to stop yeah. like <laughs> this is bad yeah it's that balance isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, honestly after that I haven't since then I haven't been able to drink as much coffee yeah I'm that the same years ago, but even, it's... I mean even when I was working at Post House I got close to it never the same amount I think it's also when you're young you can imbibe that much yeah. more and it processes through you that much more but eventually the coffee the kettle <coughs> got taken away from us <laughs> so we couldn't do that anymore but yeah it was um, but that was it I used to drink it black and I had to cut back yeah so I do like black coffee every now and then but I guess I've gotten to the point where because of that I wouldn't say it was an addiction like a drug addiction but yeah. it definitely affected me to the point where I was like I need to drink this with a dash of milk and make it a commodity not a uh, I have to have this instead of water yeah because that's what happened. Like we yeah, drank yeah, so yeah. much of it. I was like, oh, I don't need to drink water. I drink coffee. It'll keep me zipped all day and it'll be fine. Does the opposite. Yeah. It dehydrates you as well. Yeah, that's the thing. It kills you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I've been there and like for me, I generally have one cup of coffee a day, like in the morning, and that's normally it. Depends how tired I'm feeling at work. Um, but so I get like fresh mail order coffee now. Yeah. Like each week a fresh bag, and. I've got an AeroPress, which I think I mentioned before. It was the thing that exploded last week, everyone. Um, and so it's like a <clears> cylinder, <throat> and you've got a, a filter in the bottom of it, which you effectively force the water through the coffee grounds, and it stops the coffee grounds coming out. So it's effectively, it works the same as a, a normal, proper, fancy espresso machine, except you're the one forcing the water through the filter. Yeah. So, and it's, it's great. Like, we, my girlfriend and I, we have that, like, in the mornings and then that's it like it's all you need because it's actually a good coffee it is good like I've there's also a good zip you get from coffee and if you don't get the right it's going to sound yeah. dodgy but high yeah. off of it it doesn't really feel like it's done the right job like if I have coffee at work it doesn't feel like it delivers the same no. punch and it makes me tired yeah. So I, I've ended up having more Earl Grey at work than I have coffee now yeah I totally get it because like the coffee so the coffee for us at work is the way it's made isn't really the problem. Like it's a big drip filter. Just you have the jar of coffee underneath it, this and the other. But the coffee itself is fucking terrible. Like it's not at all fresh. And I know for this is gonna sound ridiculous, but it's not ground right. Yeah. So it's ground too fine because it was meant to be used in the coffee machine downstairs that now doesn't get used because the cafe is closed downstairs anyway. So the trouble with that is, is it ends up too strong for the drip filter so you have to have like the coffee ground for the right at uh, the right course or fine for whatever the application is but because it's like stale coffee in the first place it's never going to be any good yeah. like no matter what you do and that's why i like getting the fresh stuff mm. and I, I don't know it's it it the, the, you can have good coffee done wrong yes no matter what you're doing like there's there's so many different variables like you you want with tea you want the water boiling yes with coffee don't you will burn the coffee yeah so it needs to be like i think it's like 87 degrees or something is the right thing yeah and you need 15 grams of coffee and it has to be 21 seconds for this bread all that sort There's of thing like it. yeah it's it's a lot to know and you're a coffee snob yes so, absolutely so what would you say is the best coffee you've ever had <sighs> i know that could be a tough one it is a tough one because it's whatever coffee i've had but no like i really liked the coffee from where i used to work back home like because we got we had the house coffee which is still really good but then we used to get like special ones in every other week 
and they were really nice mm. like just the flavor you got out of those it's actually not too far off how i have our weekly ones yeah come, but that's some of the best coffee but i actually also really like you see it's not really a flat white because that's how you get a flat white in a lot of places is actually too much milk yes it's quite a bit big it's more like a small latte yeah. whereas a flat white should be really quite short yes or you've got like a, a cortado which is even smaller it's like a almost like a shot glass or a piccolo they're called i think that's kind of the same thing that's how i like it or a, sh a proper short flat white because actually having milk in some coffee can make it taste better and bring out more flavor okay and that's the thing like coffees are so different like from all around the world. some are better with milk some are, yeah. some aren't and it depends what you get and how you make it yeah i uh i've had different coffees around different so my favorite place my favorite coffee i ever had was i was given when i was um going through my catechism which is like before you're baptized mm. i used to go over to this place and it's basically like a bunch of adults plus me plus a monk <laughs> and asking all the questions you'd ask about faith and blah 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 but at the end of it, because everyone else was so straight edge and they didn't want to drink or anything, I was the only bugger that was drinking. Right. So there were some nights when my mum had to pick me up because I had too much red wine. Because this <laughs> yeah. monk who became a monk couldn't imbibe that much wine because he did all the christenings and stuff. Yeah. So guess who ended up drinking all the wine? Yep. And he ended up with coffee and I was like, well, you like coffee. Here, here's some free coffee, which I was given earlier this week that I just don't, I drink tea, I don't drink coffee. So I got carte noire and that's what started it all. But it was... Um, I was also given by this family that went out to America, they used to live with us. Um, it was Mexican coffee. Okay. And I still don't know what it was, but it smelled amazing just from the bag. And when I made it, I did it just right. And I'll be damned if I had the entire bag within two days. <laughs> I drank so much of that coffee, but it felt so good at the same time. And it smelled fresh yeah, yeah. as well. Like, And I was like, this has come from Mexico. Fresh from, it's traveled yeah. halfway across the road to Mabele. Yeah, yeah, and it was amazing. And this leads me finally on to another thing, which is a weird development of mine. So I like flavored coffee as well. Yeah, and I know being a coffee snob, you no, might no, have no, I get it. Them, maybe. Yeah, uh, I don't really like instant stuff at yeah. all. I'd really rather not drink it. But kind of, if it's no coffee, I'd still rather probably have instant. Yeah, you see, this is the thing. I prefer instant to the stuff we have at work. Yeah. So there's a company called Littles that do their own coffee, and originally it started when I went to the South of England show, which is the most Southern English show. show you could go to cattle, yeah. beef, uh, vanilla fudge, and you get drunk. So you're, it's the sort of place where you get actually wankered on cider from the local provinces, yep. and then you eat like an apple burger from a pig that was bred five miles down the road. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's wonderful and horrible at the same time. It's it's all right, but I had I got this vanilla coffee thing there when I got this vanilla fudge. I was like, oh, I should try this stuff because it's great with it. And he was just plugging his own coffee, so I tried it and it was great, and it got me hooked. So Littles is this brand which is well known in local UK yeah, markets. Yeah, yeah. And they do rum, they do sweet chocolate, they do vanilla, chocolate orange, Ooh. and they do other things. So it's and, and that's the thing, is that was actually weirdly well balanced for an instant coffee. So I think if you like Terry's chocolate orange and you see Littles chocolate orange, go for that, because that was one of the best ones I had out the six. Okay. So this is interesting because I actually literally Friday had some. Yeah. Uh, not that one. Yeah. But so my boss, he likes coffee, but honestly, he'd drink brown water. Like, it, like it's just ridiculous. <laughs> but so he's got a whole bunch of instant stuff that is also, he had like a caramel one, a vanilla one. That's the one. I got the caramel one as well. I've had that. I can't remember what else he had, but it's all right. I, the one I tried, I think it was the vanilla one. It was fucking terrible. Yeah. Like, I don't know whether, I mean, it was like, I never normally have coffee late in the day and it was like half three in the afternoon. I was like, 
let's try this. Plus, I had a cold, so I wasn't really tasting anything properly. Like, I, I might try it again, but also... There's an artificialness to it, though. Yeah, it seemed just wonky like yeah. you know what i mean like I, it didn't some taste flavors good. yeah that's the thing i'm totally with you some flavors worked some didn't the one i had this morning was the rum one that they did because right. i bought a pack of six because it was relatively cheap yeah, yeah, yeah. and it did me through the day and i like trying different flavors the best ones out of all of them were the chocolate orange one and the they actually did a cardamom one okay and it tastes and i like Sometimes when I have a coffee, if I have a coffee on the weekend, I like to have a baked good with it. So I mm -hmm. like to have like a cinnamon roll yeah. or something that I'll buy on my way back home because it's it's the pastry and the coffee and it's yeah. a nice balance. That's the ideal. Yeah, that's the ideal. And I literally had this thing which has tasted like coffee and cardamom pods. And usually I use cardamom in curry. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the weirdest thing And if me. you accidentally eat one, you're like, oh, fuck, that was yeah, terrible. Like, it <laughs> is exactly that. But if you, if you have it on its own, it's a bit shit. If you have it with a spoonful of sugar... It was different. It changes the okay. element. So it tasted like the cardamom cinnamon roll thing that I was having as well. That was weird. That sounds interesting. And so it's the most weirdest thing. I think you'll hate it, personally. Yeah. <laughs> but I actually weirdly liked it with that. And I'm probably not going to do that all the time. But I'm getting through the rum one. Would I buy it again? I'd buy the chocolate orange one again, definitely. Yeah. The other ones, no. I've been interested to try that because... I always love chocolate orange, but it's just it's just whether I can get it right because I'm never sure like how much to put in. Yeah, I've become a master of that with instant now because of the whole work crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Half a spoonful is a, if not slightly less, is actually the perfect amount for a cup. Huh, yeah. okay. Because what I think is I make the mistake of putting too much in on That's everything. It. I've done that and it, does, it overrides it. Yeah. It makes it too sweet. It makes it too unbalanced and it's crap. Yeah. So half a spoon to less than half a spoon. I think it depends on the coffee as well, doesn't it? Because some some are better than others. Yes. But yeah. So I guess that's the show, right? Yeah. Like, blah 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 blah. That was that. Uh, very long, but great. It wasn't that long. I mean, no, okay, I all right, not. fine. Hour and twenty-seven minutes. But <laughs> uh, so next show that we have will be slightly different. There are going to be, be three of us. You will find out who it is when we release the show. Um, we're gonna. There's a bit of an overseas thing going on, so we've got a. a, a <laughs> Beer coordination and time zone thing. I'm looking forward to the beer coordination. Like sharing a beer with somebody across the sea is yeah, yeah, yeah. really exciting and cool at the same time. Yeah, we're gonna. It's it's difficult to figure out what we're gonna get because like they sent us like a million pictures of where they can get beer and like yeah. what what that ones they can get. So we've got to try and find one that we can all have. American Hopefully, man. it'll be interesting. Yeah, because we could see some that we like. Are just normal beers like yeah. you get a Peroni and it's like oh, that's fine, but, but it's not quite. Yeah. But so yeah, we're trying to work it out. But this week, if I have any downtime yeah. on this project, I'm so looking up beers. Yeah, yeah. Like a good transatlantic beer. Because isn't there a is there a shop like near you anywhere in London that has well, stuff? The thing is, there's one in Lindfield which does boutique beers. Right. And I might have a look at that. It's literally next to my mate's pub yeah, yeah, yeah. who I levelled with BFA with. Yeah. So I might look in there just see if there's any boutique beers that yeah, are yeah, yeah. similar, if not the same. There must be one. Yeah, there's going to be. And if any of you guys know one which you're like, hey, this works between both worlds and it's great, Yeah. go for it. Yeah, yeah, let's try that. So that was the show. Thank you for joining us. Follow us on Twitter at slackers underscore studio and join our Discord at the link in the show notes. So don't let your boss catch you slacking. Until next time, we've, we've been, been the slackers. slackers. And are you going to do the dumb outro? Thing no. Or not? no. Damn it, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm going to put him on the point there. Uh, <laughs> bye. And I'm just going <clears> to... <throat> yeah. Okay. Get in my corner.
Fix him up. Uh, shield. Right. Okay. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop falling down. Just a bit London's of floppiness burning. going on here. London's burning. Why? Yo, fucker. God damn. There we go. Okay. There we go. Guess, okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's All do right. that again. But wait, there's more. There's more. Here's some messages from other podcasts in the Slackersphere. Hey, Slackers, it is Frasley. Want to hear even more discussion about World of Warcraft and geeky stuff? Head on over to Frazzlecast in your local supermarket podcast app, right next to the lettuce. Each week, I talk with people from Azeroth and beyond. Hey Slackers, Allie here. Do you enjoy Warcraft Dungeons? Ever wonder what the stories are behind them, but are just too busy slacking to look it up? I've got you covered. Check out Dungeon Fables on Google Play, iTunes, or SoundCloud. Take care, and keep on slacking.